So, good afternoon, and I take a moment to welcome you to my podcast on Anchor, Parent Empowerment. It really is human empowerment. As the reality, I'm not sure, oh, I can still take my hand off the record button. I'm, this is the first time I've used my cell phone, actually. But, you know, the most important thing in 2021 for individual people, human beings, is to understand the children have to be successful and the children have to be saved. What are we doing in a nation where we would document so many children as not having the ability to benefit from public services, yet still the services that are provided only demonstrate the inability of children? I'm just trying to understand because we went down the wrong road a long time ago and inability to transition to anything better is a reality in 2021. You see, because there are so many kids that are just not there. And there are so many people that just haven't arrived. And I really could care less what you know or what your position is. If you haven't benefited from it and you don't know it exists, then you cannot, you cannot, you know, advocate for it. And that's just real. Here we are in 2021 where people would stand up and pretend to advocate but when they have the power to organize and empower that's not what they'd rather do they'd rather try to show up on their own and represent i find it really a little bit ridiculous as even i don't know what i don't know and that's just the truth but i do know that nevada is getting ready to get a large sum of money for early start and early head start that the teachers union somehow tried to submit legislation to the Nevada ledge that somehow people would not get a credential until 2026 and they would not report the data to ESSA. I mean, you know, that's not what they wanted to redo. And then truly, every time I hear people having conversations about public education in Nevada, they're trying to figure out how they don't have to report to the federal government the intended use of the ESSER dollars, you know, the federal dollars. And they're supposed to be addressing the homelessness and they're supposed to be addressing a whole lot of things, you know, network, capability, access. I mean, access issues, that's what we're talking about, truly. We're talking about access issues that we don't have as a people, as a nation, across this nation, understand the difficulty in advocating for the people who look like you or people of color because basically they've shored up the, the language proficiencies or inefficiencies because language is covered under the federal allocations and so is poverty. But just because you impoverished don't mean that you're going to have access to the resources. No, because you only have access to what you know you're entitled to. And that's just the bottom line. And so many people have no entitlement at all. As social promotion has taken a hold and failure seems to be something that's just acceptable. I never accepted that the letter grade of F was something that was going to be acceptable with me and my children. And the fortunate part of it all was I had the opportunity to participate. And I'm going to tell you, there are so few black people who have the ability to engage in the public policy side of public services, meaning that organizing and 
and talking about the outcomes and measured outcomes, but then we do have black elected officials, but guess what? If they don't utilize the public correctly, we still haven't gotten a voice because we're stuck in the house Negro field, Negro mentality. Apparently, people who get there don't want to lose it, so they don't rock the boat. And failure is just something that's been accepted. And what can I say in 2021? Who are we and what will we do? Who are you and what will you do? Out of many, there are one, e pluribus unum, or whatever you say that word. But out of one, there are none, and that's just real. I don't know what my phone went black for a second, but I'm gonna sign off. This is like almost five minutes outside. It's so beautiful out here, but I figure I'd try this podcast on my cell phone since I'm upgrading everywhere. And so until we meet again, this is Darlene Anderson saying, each one, reach one, teach one. Like, subscribe, and follow me on Anchor. Follow me on YouTube. I've got a YouTube channel. I've got a Facebook channel. I've got, you know, I've put the work out there, and I've been putting the work in. Now it's time to, you know, continue to plant the seed so we can reap the harvest. All right. Later. So, I just have to see if this one's going to work right now. This is the anchor that's installed on my cell phone. And I was talking about today, we need to understand that there's a lot of money getting ready to come through the CARES Act and, and through another act. I think it's Gear Up. Anyways, these dollars are supposed to be used for educational learning loss. And when they figured out that they didn't have the data that they needed to turn into the federal government here in Clark County, as they told so many people that they didn't have to worry about doing the data analysis. And so therefore, African-American children, there's just really a whole lot of nothing. And they do have some data that demonstrates that the Read by Grade 3 initiative actually worked because they did it at certain schools. But across the board, they did not provide adequate services for all children because how they allocate the services is the issue. All schools get a certain number of teachers regardless of the years in service. And they were told to correct that under SB 543. And see, they thought that they would not even deal with it. But I sent it to the, the commissioners on the teacher, um, on the commissioners on this pupil-centered funding and asked what were they going to do about that as that was written so long ago and under it was not ever implemented. So then they start talking about, well, perhaps they need to work with the district to get SB 543 allocated or initialized. And the only thing they ever did under that was to change the superintendent and then change a few principles, but they kept the program in place. I mean, the family programs are still in place. And for your people, as African-American people, the inability to ensure that access happens for all children and you're blocked out and boxed out of the conversation, you really need to understand that we are only human and the responsibility to have a strong nation falls on the shoulders of all of us. And our voice is duly lacking as you cannot find it, but that's because It's just like the plantation and the harvest. They continue to want to be the service providers for all. And the system is broken. We have to measure the maintenance of efforts. 
the ability to do the job well if we're going to continue this system of taxation and compulsory educational services. Meaning that as long as the services are mandated, the obligation and the opportunity to train American citizens is the obligation of a free and appropriate public education. And I say today that it is inappropriate and most restrictive to transfer children away from public services to encase them in housing or ineffective services that you have no maintenance of effort and it was just not a freebie. And we have to talk about how so many children were pushed out into programs that don't benefit them with third-party providers. And I'm sorry, it ain't working. So I'm going to go ahead and end this on my own so I can see if it really works. And until we meet again, like, subscribe, and follow me on Anchor. Follow me on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and whatever. I'm out there. But educate yourself. So I guess, you know, the heat is still on. And, you know, I've got to say that I never understood how people feel about what their rights are to do to you as they feel that they're behind the veil of secrecy. And that shit just doesn't exist. There's no secret sauce in America that protects anyone. And eventually, shitty people get found out. So I was talking about this morning, just about, you know, how our system was created and how the challenge for public education really never happens from the perspective of all people. Yet still, all people are included in the, uh, you know, in the allocation of services and the thought of services and the outcomes should be measured. Yet and still, they are not. There's no system of determining what works. But I'm going to tell you where it does work. It works in those specialty programs. You know what I'm saying? The ones that were carved out specially for certain specific functions. And the intent was that they did work. But now they have so many places where things are not working. And understand, we are taxpayers also. So it really doesn't matter in 2021. All voices will be heard. And this is the whole intent behind this whole little anchor show, whatever. But I don't like getting cut off. And I don't, you know, intimidate easily. So the cutoff is just the cutoff. And it doesn't stop me from sharing the message. So the message is in 2021 is what will you do? And what do you know you should do? And the real reality is when we look at public services and the outcomes and the benefits and who's just, who is benefiting? And we understand the secrecy around organizing and getting money out the door and how exciting money's coming our way. I mean, look at me. How old am I? Can I get a contract? That's basically what I was hearing from the Nevada Department of Education or legislators or whoever. They've always had the ability to benefit from the services that were aligned through the federal government if they met partially the federal standards. But the ineffectiveness of them measuring themselves as they offer the benefits is ludicrous. 
and we don't need to stand for it anymore. I mean, failure should just not be an option, but you have to understand if you've been prohibited from exercising the access rights to early start, and the focus has never really been on early start for your people, then that's the reason why your people are not making it. And then to understand that given the opportunity to participate at the same level as all others, well, quite frankly, that might be a reality that you can compete. But, you know, demonstrating it just one time in a span of four or five years is unacceptable because before and after you don't have the data. So you only have the data that worked for one time and you're acting like all this training you need to have right now. Well, hell, you've been getting paid your whole life and just saving a few and dumping the many is unacceptable, you know? Out of many, there are one, but out of one, there are none. And that's just real. We have to understand who we are as American people and understand we have the power to bring about change if we so choose. The reality is that do you so choose? Are you going to be one of the ones who choose to step up and participate and find the conversation that's going to allow you to promote change in your local community? Because what I see right now is just unacceptable. And I don't have to ask permission to speak with anybody. I know what I'm talking about. I don't need you or anyone to tell me what worked and what didn't work for me. As I was an engaged parent and had the full flexibility of the use of my time to cater to my children through the whole process, only because someone was scheming and taking away my rights and my benefits. But it just, it was a blessing in disguise is what it was. It allowed me to participate at every single level. So I understand, so many people don't understand the intent behind Pumpkin.